And what I want to talk about today is this. You know, if you get it done, you've got to have it, you've got to have a license for it. You know, I don't take a sort of 45, you know, like a big gun that they use on the movies. Load it. And hand it to Opie. Or Rebecca. Because we're all going to run for the, we're going to be all hiding around the wall here, you know? Like she doesn't pull the trigger and blow one of us away. And yet each one of us carries something on our person that is more powerful than any gun. And that's our tongue, the words we speak with. And the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. If you still study world history, just the wrong word at the wrong time has started a war that ако изучавате историята, ще видите, че просто една дума, изговорена на неправилно място, неподходяща дума, започва цели войни. В взаимоотношенията в брата. Всякакви взаимоотношения. Една дума може да превърне прекрасната съпруга от любящата лица в ужасната Says, 
seems to be religious, wants to be religious. And bridles not his own tongue. But deceives his heart, and this man's religion is in vain. Okay, you want to be known as a, 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 a good Christian person. But if you can't keep that mouth under control, you're not religious. You're not a good Christian. You know, to be our goodness is measured by how much we can control this mouth of Because many people are pretending to be really, really godly, they think they're really godly. And yet they've got a mouth of sub-bishinga. And they're constantly shooting bullets everywhere and all around them. There's people are dying and wounded and if you follow around behind them, it's just a war zone. You know, it's like following Rambo or James Bond, you know? And uh, here, in the, here in verse 19 is the sort of the key verse of what I want to talk about. It says, it says, Wherefore, my beloved brother, let every man be swift to hear. Slow to speak and slow to be angry. Okay, whenever you want to say that, I want, I want, how do we confess it? I need to be swift to hear. I am swift. I am quick to hear. As quick to hear with you it is. Yeah, I'm slow to speak. I'm slow to hear. The concept is this. Here you are, you're, you're in a conversation. You're in a conversation. You're talking to someone. And because you're not hearing properly, and you only hear half of what they say, you shoot your mouth off and you get angry. But if you'd only been a bit longer, if you'd only heard a little bit longer, if you'd only asked a few questions, you wouldn't have shot your mouth off. And you wouldn't have got angry. And here it says to be swift to hear, which means to, to really listen carefully. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm a classic one for just hearing half of what it said. I mean, I don't even read my emails properly. I read the top, the bottom, and that's it. Because <laughs> I'm such a hurry. But is it this is if we can actually really hear what people are saying to us, we won't be so quick to answer and often get angry. And we say you can get the wrong end of the stick, get it round the wrong way. 
И в Англия казваме има един израз да се поява от обратната страна дръжката. Искам един пример да ви покажа в съди. Това са Те казват, тогава времците казаха на Гедеона, какво ни стори ти, че не ни повика, когато отиде да воюваш против Медиама и караха се силно с нея. И той е много мъдро отговарен тема. Казва, що съм извършила сега в сравнение с вас? Ефремовия бабберек, това е дето остатъците не се събират. Не е ли по-желателен от визеровия гроздобер? Във вашите ръце Бог предаде мадиамските началници и що съм могъл аз да извърша в сравнение с вас? Тогава гневът им се окрути към него, когато каза това. Явно те са му били досени, изкарали му съсън. И той е бил под напрежение да отговори нещо. И той е в тази огромна битка в момента. Но явно отговори мъдро. И беше внимателен от отговора му и до известен степен ги полъска. И така тяхният гняв всъщност спадна. 
You see, it's much better not to get into a fight. But when you got one started, how do you calm it down? Do you rush up to the bucket of water and put it out? Or do you reach for the bucket of petrol? That's what most people do. Someone hits you on the head with something small. We were once doing something um, uh, the children at one point, and I had Tom and Jillian. And they were on chairs in front of a, front of a church like this. And uh, Gillian hit whoever it was with Frankie or someone with a little spoon on the head. And then or this other person got another a slightly bigger spoon. A head and back. And then, and then a great bigger spoon came back. And eventually it's like, you know, the biggest spoon, big, the biggest thing you can imagine to make it over the head. A big pan, you know? And that's what it's like in life. And this is what Gideon put down. He immediately put down an argument, put down a problem. And here, but here in Judges chapter 12, just a few chapters over, Julian. Again, here are the men of Ephraim once again. You know, and you're going to have irritating people around you. Not everyone is as lovely as you are. And are well behaved and well mannered. And you do meet some people that are just uncultured. And they get on your last nerves. And you've got to, you need to be spiritually mature so you're not always fighting Here it says the men of Ephraim called out their forces and crossed over to wherever this is. Minaka kam sever why did you uh, go to fight the Ammonites without calling us to go out? We're going to burn down your house over your head. So these guys, once again, we've got the uh, Ephraimites there, the uh, Ephraimites. They've got a big chip on their shoulder for some reason, we don't know why. No one seems to ask them to go to war. And they always get upset about it. So here they're in someone else's face about the same problem. But this guy Jephthah does not actually respond in the same way. And he basically, he says in verse 4, he called together all the men of Kilian and he fought against the men of Ephraim. Verse 4. And again, Kilian struck them down because the Ephraimites had said, verse 4, verse 4. Uh, uh, 12, 12, 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12.
или стоме. Събра всичките галатски мъжете се би против Ефрема и галатските мъже поразиха Ефремци, защото тие рекоха, беженци от Ефрема сте вие, галатци, живеещи между Ефремците и манасийците. И накрая на 6 стих казва, 42 хиляди души паднаха от Ефрема. So here we had two situations. The first situation, nobody died. The end of the second situation, 42,000 Ephraimites were died young. Just by different responses, by different things. Let's just quickly look at the book of Proverbs, and I just want to show you some verses about of wisdom when it comes to speaking and what we say. I like this. I think I want to know what does how do I act, how to behave. Proverbs 12 verse 16 says this. It says, um, it says, a fool's wrath is presently known, but a prudent man covers his shame. I, I think it's better in my book. What does it say here? Just, just, uh, Let me read that from my, my translation, because I like it better. It says it good in, it says it in the Vulgarian translation. Okay. Um, let me read it in English for the sake of our English listeners. And Proverbs twelve and verse sixteen. What is Proverbs sixteen? It's just ah yes, it's a fool shows his annoyance at once. But a prudent man overlooks an insult. Но течението си, но благоразумният човек или умният човек скрива оскърбление. You know, the, the first time someone, when someone insults me, I just pretend it didn't happen most of the time. You know, that's scriptural, that's godly. If every time someone pokes you, you jump up and run around. That's not very good. Someone said, you know, someone said that you should be like, there's two animals, you get a chicken, and you got a duck. And you got a bucket and you got a jug of water. You pour the water on the chicken. And it'll be it'll just go crazy, just go wild. But you pour the water on the duck. You won't even notice. Are you a duck or a chicken? When people say something to you and it's an insult, do you jump up in the air and flap and say further somewhere? Or are you just pretending you didn't say that? 
Because the godly way, they'll just pretend to do the same. Yeah, maybe if you say it three or four times, I might have to take you aside and say, look, I don't appreciate what you're talking about. But let's just pretend that the first one was an accident. <laughs> And let's maybe pretend the second time was an accident. Because if you just react on every time someone says something rude about you, it, the devil will just make sure that he's constantly pressing your button. And you will constantly be upset about something like that. You meet people that, you know, that always upset the tiniest little thing. That's no way to live. Okay, next verse here is in Proverbs chapter, sorry, in Proverbs 15 verse 1. Here it says that the gentle answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word stirs up anger. Now, I, when I was in university, I was in Leeds, studying in Leeds, and I was walking home late on Leeds. And as we walked across a road junction, a car went flying around the corner, but it's not over. And um, I was with a friend of mine, and he was on one side of the car, and, he, and I was on the other side of the car. And the car doors popped open. And two guys came out. Now, do you know what I did? I apologised for being in the middle of the road. And my friend did the same, unknowingly to me. In reality, they were driving like maniacs. But if I just told this guy he was an idiot, and told him he couldn't drive properly, for all I know, this guy was on drugs. Was, was drunk. And I had a major fight in the middle of the road. And could have ended up in the police station. But in this situation, the gentle answer. Turns away wrath. I'm not, I'm not saying you should take everything people there. But in situations where someone's angry and they're just insanely angry, this is not the time for you to be shouting back at them. Because this is just like getting a bucket of petrol and throwing it at the fire. Proverbs 17 verse 9. And here it says, He that covers a transgression seeketh love. But whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. 
you know, we've all done it. We, 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 we've all gossiped. You know, it's nice to see, it's good to see, you know, we, we, get, we, we feel something nice about, not nice, in a bad way, spreading the rumors around. But we need to not only ignore offenses and sins when they come to us, but we should cover up other people's offenses. I should not be, you know, when, 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 a, when a rumor starts coming around and it goes from one person to another person, a story goes around. When it comes to me, it should stop. When it comes to me, it should die. Now, if it's a good thing about someone repeating, I don't mind, fine, let the good things go around. You know, what I get a lot of is because I'm one of the pastors in the city, I get a lot of what the other pastors are up to, right? You know, what sort of person they have fishing in their church? What sort of things the visiting preachers did? And us pastors don't have much else going on and we love to talk about these things. And it's not right to pass on these bad rumors. Because it's, it just separates. Okay, another verse in the book of Proverbs, the Proverbs 19 and verse 11. It says this, uh, uh, a man's wisdom gives him patience, and it is a glory to overlook an offense. You know, we're going back again to the uh, dark and the chicken example here. You know, you don't have to. Can I just say you don't have to react to everything that offends you? Now, so often we've grown up in families where mom and dad, they reacted to everything that came their way. But here it says here is man's glory to overlook an offense. And if you want to have good relationships, we need to be people that can overlook offenses. You know, if you, think, if you have to deal with difficult people in work situations, you've got to be people that can let offenses just slide off your shoulders. Go in one ear and out the other ear. And I'll say it again, if you constantly say everything, anything, something, if you're so sensitive, that every little thing people say to you makes you go crazy, you're in for a really miserable life. You know, I've 
But so often what happens is we just constantly offend each other because we don't overlook the offenses of Christ. In Proverbs 20 and verse 3 it says this. It says that um, it, it says that it's it's a man's honour to avoid strife, but every fool is quick to quarrel. In, in Proverbs 20 and verse 3, it says that it's an honour for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. Why says quick to quarrel? Чести за човек да страни от препирня или да не бъде бръс в препирнята. А всеки безумен човек се кара. Всеки безумен се кара. Let's look at another verse in Proverbs 25, 15. 25, uh, preach, чрез въздържаност се склонява управител и мек език троши кости. Защото това е последното нещо, което искам да кажа. Ти можеш да имаш много остър, агресивен език. And just by the intonation of your voice, people know that they're going to be attacked and they're getting ready to fight back. But the Bible talks about mixing a gentleness in with our words. Because it says that a gentle tongue can break a bone. You know, when you want to have to, when you want to say something difficult to your husband or difficult to your or in a management situation when you're dealing with an employee, you can start off with just like an aggressive start. And it's like taking a sword and just chopping both ears off to start with. All they see is you, your mouth opening and closing. And the devil speaking in your mouth, they hate you, they're going to sack you, they don't know you, this Okay, you're going to, another example, you're going to talk to your, your daughter, your son, you're going to talk to your husband or your wife, somebody Particularly, you know, when Malena speaks to me and she's got some problems with me, I like to know first that she loves me, <laughs> and she's not planning to divorce me. And once I know that, I'll sit there and listen all day. Yeah? 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 Yeah?
And this is one thing. This is what I've been confessing over myself and, and really trying to get into my head. Philippians chapter 4, verse 5. Okay, here we go. It says, Let your moderation. It says, Let your moderation be known to all men. In my Bible, it says, Let your gentleness be evident to all. Actually, I'm not known to be a very gentle person. If I had a piece of paper that draw a picture of me, most of them would be me in a sort of quite aggressive way. And what about people took pictures of you? How do you come across to other people? Are you a raging bull or are you a gentle sheep? Because the Bible says here that let, let, your, let your moderation, let your gentleness be known to all. And uh, just in the last verse here is in the book of Romans, and uh, we looked at this last we looked at this uh, last week, and it's in Romans chapter uh, Romans chapter two and verse four. You know, ultimately, you talk to an employer, you're talking to your husband. You're talking to your mom. You're talking to your dad. You've got a problem. They're getting on your nerves. They're doing something that's upsetting you. And ultimately, what you want out of them is a repentance. You want them changing. You know, the footballers aren't kicking the ball right. They're not playing the game right. Employees are not doing their job properly. 
And you want them to start changing and doing what is right. And the Bible's word for that is repentance. It means turning around. And here it says that the goodness of God leads us to repentance. Божията благост е назначена да ни те води към покаяние. Тук се говори за Божията търпеливост, дълготърпение. Така Бог се справя с нас, когато ние вършим неща, които не трябва. Много дълготърпелив, много... Търпеливо. And you just do it two or three times and we're going to kill you for it. And so I'm just wanting to say that all of us, we need to take a download of patience and gentleness from God. We need to be slow to get angry. Excellent listeners. And slow to speak. And say harsh words. Can we say amen? Amen.